Hello, hello. Yes, Ignorant Intelligent Podcast with your host, Thomas Beard. Thank you for joining. Hi, how are you, Thomas? I'm perfect, I'm perfect. Could you go ahead and uh, uh, just go ahead and introduce yourself? And I just want to thank everybody for tuning in and liking and subscribing and commenting on the show. I have a very special guest. And uh, once again, ma'am, just to go ahead and introduce yourself and where you're from, and we'll go from there. Sure. So, Thomas, first of all, thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm very happy to join you and your listeners. I am Dr. Shamli Kira. I'm from Mumbai, India. And uh, I am a TV host, a producer, and a coach. Mm. For people for public speaking and success coaching. So, lots of stuff to explore for you right there. Wow. You know... Just just to start off, you know, what motivated you and what inspired you uh, to pursue a career in public speaking and helping people get over their fears, uh, help them gain confidence as well as self-awareness? Uh, where, where did that journey start with you? Well, I believe uh, I've always um, enjoyed uh, being on the stage and being a performer and that translated into my interest into hosting TV shows and that's how my um, connection with media started and I started hosting TV shows and events and I still do that so it's been over seven, eight years but some yeah, but, but at some point, I think two, three years back, someone came up to me and said, um, uh, you know, how do you do it? So effortlessly, I mean, don't you get nervous? And I said, no, actually, I don't. And uh, that's when I realized that uh, a lot of people do struggle with, uh, you know, nervousness or just uh, uh, pre-stage jitters. And it kind of uh, uh, took me a step back and I sat down and became more self-aware of how I am doing what I'm doing. And I dove deep right in and figured out my strategies and then kind of elaborated into a public speaking course so that I can actually make some sort of impact and help people to overcome their fears. And that's how the mentoring and the coaching uh, started. Yeah, because a prime example just to uh, further along, you know, more context to that element. Uh, that's what I started mm. the podcast for. It, it, it initially was mm. just to, you know, get my voice out and uh, encourage my friends, right. encourage family who had certain businesses going on or just wanted to express their mm. opinions. I've always been a voiceless mm. guy. You know, I've always been the one to speak my mind. I've always been the one to... Right. Uh, always be the voice of reason or just the voice of expression mm. when it comes to truth and being passionate about nice. that and I started this about mm-hmm. a year ago so far so good I've been connecting with dope people I think you'll be my mm. second international interview so far oh that's amazing that's um, <laughs> good to know yeah you know it's, it's to be quite honest with you it's kind of a surprise <laughs> you know it, <laughs> to connect with other people around the world with something that I mm. do so naturally, such as talking. 
you know mm. so you, yeah go ahead that's amazing right that, that's that's exactly what i uh, was about to say that i think that's one thing i love about the power of social media and i've become a bit proactive in connecting with people as well as opposed to uh, how i was a year back so say earlier social media was just about updating the work i did but now as i've realized i've become a bit more aware of people who who get in touch with me and you know try and uh, find the genuine ones like you did and um, you found me and i was very excited uh, when i went through your profile and like you said it's nice to find people even across cultures and borders who have the same um, motivation in life as you do and who have the same um, uh, drive in life like you said being the voice of reason expression and that's exactly what drove me to do things that do now so it's great to connect and i make sure now that i reciprocate if i find someone as genuine as i feel yeah and what it is for me uh i can take as many yeses as i take my noes hmm. you know so um for me just being a confident individual hmm. i just reach out to a variety of different people and with the same kind of a greeting format in hmm. terms of them about their successes and their journeys in life because mm. not everyone can relate uh on a professional level or everyone can't relate to the TV or the model or whatever so i right. always connect with people on a human basis in terms of what adversities they've been through what right. struggles they overcame etc so my next question to you is um what sacrifices over your 7 to 8 career uh 7 8 year career TV What was the sacrifice going into public speaking versus, you know, leaving that other industry of entertainment? Um, well, let's see. I think um there was a lot of um I think when it comes to time management, I think that is something that I realized that needed um um a, a lot of attention because when you're trying to uh, do multiple things and when you have multiple interests i realized managing your time efficiently was one of the core things that i had to focus on and sometimes that meant sacrificing some family time and uh, or sometimes that meant keeping aside some exclusive family time so that you don't you know feel guilty when you're trying to achieve so many other things so i think that was one thing i became uh, super active and aware about that because i'm someone who believes in balancing your ecology so i i don't think i can be happy being successful if i don't have someone to share it with and that is something i realized early on so uh, whenever i am making new goals or trying to achieve my previous goals i always try and make sure uh, i also do a birds eye view of how it's affecting uh, other parts of my life and try and adjust accordingly um in terms of uh, your question for um, entertainment and coaching i i think tv and all of that comes with a lot of glamour and you know a lot of other pressures of the way you look and uh, all those things which uh, over time i think yeah. you kind of a lot of stereotypes huh yes yes a lot of stereotypes about the way you look about the way you dress up which i honestly used to enjoy a lot earlier i mean you you just uh, do uh, love the attention and the glamour but i think 2 3 years down the line i uh, uh, started finding it a bit unsatisfying you know it wasn't as fulfilling as i thought it would be i was always looking for mm. something more and that's what led me to uh, uh, 
going and taking the bigger picture so like driving the whole thing so as in being a producer which meant that i have been dire control of the show besides just hosting so i think that uh, created my interest in producing and making a tv show and um, also while hosting for example i realized there was so much in front of mm-hmm. me front of camera and it was almost to a dead end audience right like i'm talking to the camera and i don't know what the right. what the other person <laughs> is thinking and i i'm so much about exchange right i really want to know what the mm-hmm. other person like even if it's a bad show i'd love it if someone comes and tells me that so that i can go and make something better so i realized yeah, that criticism is very necessary in any industry exactly so so i was like you know this is so uh, i need to hear back from people and that's when i started interacting with real people like how you're doing now and i realized how much i love it and that's when this whole uh, journey of coaching um, came yeah. in because the the impact you create to real people the value you add like i've seen people go from zero to hero if i may say that or go from having absolute no, absolute no self confidence to having great confidence or being scared of speaking in public people who have great leadership ideas but um, they're so scared and doubtful of how they're going to put their thoughts across so when you when you help these kind of people and you hear back from them i think that was absolutely fulfilling and that's when i was like you know what this is it like hosting and all is fun it's glamorous it's great but uh, mm-hmm. what really really satisfies um, me is adding value to uh, people's lives and I, i think that's one thing i keep telling people who are trying to find their aim in life that be self aware of what really really satisfies you because it's easy to be tempted by uh, the first uh, gifts of the job like a great uh, you know a, a great career great money great fame but you really need to know what fulfills you uh, to be happy with what you're doing yes because <clears throat> what i find uh very soothing about your concept about uh, sacrifices when it comes to success is a lot of people don't um take the selfishness away from mm. whatever they're pursuing right like right. no one no one says um how can this benefit others and not just benefit me and that's right. that's what separates the longevity of certain careers or certain uh projects versus others you know it's right. just about It's, it's just about you know having a certain balance you know yes you want your audience yes you want to grow your following or your listeners but what value are you adding to the people who may stumble upon your work stumble upon your voice True. as well as what benefits can your guests get from interacting with you in your platform hmm. you know we don't want to just have guests go and have them speak and it doesn't benefit their business or we can't connect them with other uh people in their lane or their certain nuance if you understand what i'm saying right right absolutely you know, so i think that i think that we'll find so much joy and happiness mm. if we pursue things uh from an unselfish standpoint and how can it benefit others versus just ourselves right yeah. sorry you know, can you so re- my, my next yeah my next question to you would be um you know How important is it for women especially in your industry uh to break through certain barriers or break through certain stereotypes uh what adversities did you face as a woman if you faced any in terms of uh speaking engagements or just trying to get into other industries in general 
Mm. Uh, what adversity do you face and how can you explain to the women out there how to overcome uh, whatever, whatever obstacle there is uh, getting in their way to succeed? Well, I think, Thomas, that's a very interesting question and a very, very wide one because um, today we... I would say we are in times when, um, um, you know, things are forward, everyone's trying to make things equal. I would say men are very aware, very consciously aware of how they are looking at the situation. Some of them are trying to balance it out very genuinely. And um, I would say that um, women do have to uh, try maybe a bit harder in proving what they're doing especially if it's a male dominated space so i have been attending a lot of conferences past few uh, years so there are these media conferences where we meet other producers and uh, uh, you know television um, uh, groups and barons and you realize that all of their panels are mostly mostly males all the panels that participate that moderate are mostly males and there'll be one who's a female so I, I really try and uh, uh, if I'm mm. in, invited to a panel I make sure that I carry something extra with me so that uh, people who have invited me uh, see some sort of value in it and um, even when I meet women from the same field as me or even an opposite field I really try and uh, motivate them to speak their mind up because the problem is uh, Thomas I feel is also cultures because some cultures yes. uh, uh, women are brought up in a manner where uh, they uh, are, might be trained to be slightly more submissive or they are asked to wait to share their opinion and those kind of become inbuilt behaviors which is uh, difficult to overcome once you you know grow up so um, it's really, I feel, um, say the generation of parents that can bring up a, a, a better generation for, of women later where they are allowed to express their opinion as freely as a man would. So I feel um, women just do need to work a little bit harder and to address your question of how you can overcome it. I would just say that show up. Just show up when you can um, be a bit proactive. There have been times, honestly, when I have had to uh, fly countries to be a speaker at a panel. And I've, uh, I, I think over it two times, maybe twice more than a man would, because for them, it's, you know, they, they probably book their flight and go. But I, I will think twice about, oh, I have to leave my family behind. Is it OK? Is it is it OK for my kids or is it OK for my husband or, you know, so those are the times. I've yeah, been- there's so many other underlying uh, the, the collateral circumstances that goes with that. Like, that's so crazy, like you just said, because women have to think about so many other dynamics. Exactly. Versus a man where you can just kind of get up and go. Exactly. Sense, right? Exactly. <laughs> and, and those are the times when I tell myself um, that, uh, you know, it's going to be a bit tough, but go ahead and show up because uh, these are exactly the things that uh, I want to stand for that I know it's a bit tough. Um, uh, of course, uh, the family support is extremely important so that way I've been very lucky where I've had an understanding family both parents and husband who are supportive and encouraging in what I do and they always step up when I need uh, some sort of help when I'm away and I need something at home to be done so I think women uh, need to build around a very strong support system if they need to move forward and um, that is something I was always consciously uh, working on 
um, uh, from the start. So but when you're, I mean, getting married, for example, just make sure you share with your spouse what your dreams and desires are so that you guys are on the same page when you're moving forward. Because I see issues later in life where uh, the husband assumes that the woman is going to take responsibilities only of the house and the, wo- and the woman assumes that the husband knew about it. So, you know, these things are uh, big, big communication things that need to be sorted early on and for women i would say go ahead and build a very strong support system that help you move forward and take up the opportunities that come your way yeah and you know what although i spoke specifically on women i think us as people need to be more supportive and need to be more understanding True. and empathetic. and what i'm finding in this i'm 26 and mm. i'm you know coming from america the inner cities of america mm. and it's, it's always been kind of rough and a hardship, especially being African-American. However, uh, I was kind of raised to not have no excuses in terms of how to pursue success. Although we have injustice systems in place and, you know, racism and bigotry or whatever. Right. I just think that's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the default of what America is. You know what I mean? Right. Based off the I know, I know. Violence I know. systemic. Uh, True. Systemic things, you know, but that never should uh, deter you from pursuing great things, knowing that my ancestors and the people who came before me have done great things too, despite obstacles. So I think that what you're doing and what we do when we share our voices in the platform is that we constantly have to encourage people to get into things, even if you don't know, even if you aren't familiar. Mm. Don't be scared. I agree. You know, don't don't Mm. live your life. with these second guesses and these doubts when we live in 2019 where you can do everything at the touch of a button you can reach someone from around the world with a direct way you can inspire and motivate from your home from your bedroom Mm. from wherever you are Mm. you know so Mm. i always think that the more we encourage people to try things and Mm. explore their desires and explore that childhood uh ambition of you know i want to do this and do that uh Hmm. stay true to one thing that you know gets us going and has some kind of stability factor for our family that's fine Hmm. but we can't let that one thing define the totality of our being uh just staying in one avenue and staying in one lane you know so Hmm. we talk about how important it is to be diverse and ambitious I think it is absolutely important. There have been times when people are wondering, puzzled when I tell them about all the things that I'm doing. And honestly, uh, like you said, anyone is a bit petrified when they're entering a new field. So to give you a background, I uh, studied medicine. So I'm a medical doctor. I'm a general physician by my academic qualification. I finished my MBBS and I, uh, during the process, I did realize that I want to uh, pursue performing arts and media but uh, being the uh, uh, achiever-oriented person that I am I was not convinced to leave the course midway 
because I just felt like that's just a wrong example for myself at many levels. So I decided to finish the five-year medical course and mm-hmm. then uh, try and explore, like you said, my ambition of, uh, uh, say, being in front of the camera or being uh, on, a, in a, on a media platform. And I strongly feel that it's nice to have a good educational qualification degree because it never goes to wait. It always, you know, the education carries with you, especially when you're getting into um, uh, unknown fields or when you're getting into unsure fields like, say, media or glamour or any of that. So I finished my medicine. And I convinced my parents because obviously parents are worried about you uh, pursuing unconventional fields like media. And uh, I, I, you know, I finished it. I told them, you know, give me two years and let me try and explore this because I don't want to regret this later in my life. Um, That's right. It's either now or never. And uh, they literally gave me a time limit and I don't. I, I literally dived, uh, just dove deep into figure and I knew nothing because I'm a doctor, right? And I knew right. nothing where to start <laughs> from. So it's petrifying, but I think my desire to achieve was much stronger than my fear. The, the to... fear yes. Exactly. The fear, and I, exactly. And that's what uh, uh, really a person should focus on. So every, all of us have fears, but I think if your desire is a bit stronger, you do find ways. So, uh, so I think one of the practical points I would want to tell someone when they're switching fields or trying to explore a new field is try and find a mentor or someone who's already working in that field that you want because trust me like you said today you reach out to people and people are kind enough to help you back because um, uh, everyone's been through their struggles and someone or the other has helped them out so people are very happy if you approach them and I was surprised by how kind people were when I asked them um, you know how do you do this or who is the right person to get in touch with for that and um, I, I learned it much later in life but the minute I did I never let go of that lesson that just proactively go ahead and ask for help when you think you need it it's absolutely okay you'll be surprised that people help you back because it's payback it's like payback for them because someone helps them out and um, people do respond very kindly there are some who won't but that shouldn't deter you from moving forward right so uh, so i suggest if you're switching to a new field or wanting to explore a new field just go and approach someone who's already done it and already successful because it will just uh, reduce your learning time and get you there faster yes and i personally feel like uh guidance is so necessary in whatever we do Mm. and i first i i think that with most people right once you get a certain like you elaborated on earlier Mm. once you get to a certain career status or certain money or fame people think they don't need guidance after they attain certain things true you know so i think that the ambition to go into other fields is a humbling one because it's like hey i don't I don't get nothing out of this. I really don't know this. I'm really attacking something new. This is a Mm. new idea. These are new people, new things. I think the more you're ambitious to diversify um, what you want to be good in or get at or try, the more humble you are in whatever that one thing is that's been driving you for so long. You know, because sometimes we get caught in the moments of that success or the moments of that money or our career and forget that hey, we still need guidance in life. 
We still need wisdom. We still need people uh, to encourage us, to uplift us, to um, to tell us that it's going to be okay, to try new things. What's what's new for you? What's new going on in your life? It's important to have these people around you so you don't get not only complacent, but you also stay humble and you attack your next fear. You know? How true. Very true, Thomas. Yes. And what I want to ask you now is, you know, are there any cultural stereotypes that you face within your country um, that you thought at first would, would deter you or would prevent you from succeeding or being the best version of you? Not so much in uh, Bombay or India, but I have to share that when I was, um, I have been in Dubai for about four to five years now. I've uh, recently moved uh, or created a second base back in Bombay, which is my hometown. But uh, I was working a lot in the Middle East in the past few years, uh, mainly in Dubai. And uh, if if I were to specifically point out a cultural stereotype, um, I'd like to first share with the listeners that Dubai or Middle East is a is primarily an expat city so you will have uh, people from all over the world staying there there are less arabs and there are more uh, say britishers americans egyptians indians and literally people uh, um, lebanese you know people from all parts I was uh, with this agency and like I said, for six months, uh, I got a lot of inquiries, but very few of them converted to actual work. And I was just very intrigued. I went back to the agency and I just wanted to know if there's something that I can improve on, like what's happening is, do they have some feedback for me? So maybe I can, you know, get more gigs. And uh, I realized I was doing a lot of work with Asian television anyways at that point. But until then, I was not not very aware of what's happening outside until I enrolled in a live events agency. And when I spoke to this um, female who works there, she told me that we have been listed on their website as um, uh, uh, with our nationality. So, for example, I was listed as Indian um, uh, bilingual MC. Then there was someone as British bilingual MC. There was someone who's an Arabic American MC. And I said, why is it important to put in a nationality? Like, can 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 they not? Because you know, you're kind of influencing the client before they even see your showreel. And uh, I think that was one of the biggest. Uh, learnings I got because for example Indians in general are expected to have a certain accent in their English or expected to speak Mm. uh, the language of English in a certain way and uh, that probably didn't lead them to even checking my showreel so uh, I think that was one of the biggest uh, uh, cultural stereotypes I came across Um, and I'm telling it's quite recent it's as recent as last year so forward yeah as much as we move forward Uh, yeah exactly so even so then they will tell me that there are also indian clients for example who themselves prefer um a more uh say someone with a british accent american accent or someone with some so it's they come loaded with those expectations and stereotypes and um then someone like me or maybe someone else 
uh, loses a chance because of their nationality and for example i don't face that here in india because there is a certain expectation already right and um, there is uh, no stereotype as such and uh, they're absolutely cool with it but they're an expat country i realized so that's where i i started giving them feedback that maybe if you can remove the nationality from our listing and let the client decide let them see our show reel depending on our performance and on how we actually present and you know with the, uh, let them judge us on our talent rather than influencing them by our nationality so uh, she's taken the feedback and maybe she's trying to work on it but she tells me that this is client expectation and clients hmm. come with a prerequisite that no we want someone who's lebanese or we want someone who's like that so uh, i i think that those are the bigger system issues that i cannot change alone that has to come uh, with uh, you know a general Uh, thinkers that think differently so in media yes those are the kinds of things you may come across really you know i personally think that's not only media that's with life so many people true grow up right especially my the generation before me and their parents right um i think people's ignorance stifles so much opportunity globally i'm not just talking in the americas or you know specifically where you're from i'm talking just worldwide people's ignorance mm-hmm. of the cultures people's ignorance of the impact uh in terms of diversity right it, 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 True. it, it sets them back so much that they don't even realize it i'm talking like fortune 500 companies i'm talking some of the biggest conglomerates in the world they have these people and they have these systems that they're kind of disconnected from yet they accept them um you know or they accept all of all of the things in terms of what they can bring to the table whether it's money or this notoriety etc etc you know they accept that but they want to accept you know where they come from their nationality their ethnicity etc sometimes our ignorance gets in our own way from opportunities from progression and also just from changing people's lives uh lives if not changing the world and um before we do wrap up the show I wanted to ask you um how important is it to not only motivate yourself but motivate others to change the world you know because i think people lose the importance of inspiration so can you just talk about uh, how important it inspire with courage people to go after what they want to do what they love no matter uh, what it takes internationally or even uh, where they may subside i think thomas it's um and show because uh two things first of all i feel if a person is not completely uh satisfied with what he's doing or completely fulfilling his talent they're always a little um either disturbed or a little unsatisfied you've got to pursue what you think truly is your calling number one because uh, i have been in situations where i am not pursuing what 
am completely invested in or what I don't think is my calling and I'll tell you that that leads to a very average life life you end up not being um, happy and fulfilled and that's the domino effect you have on people around you because you tend to then uh, uh, you know people around you will just not be happy or you'll not even get to the level of thinking about their welfare uh, as opposed to if you're doing something that you really love or something that you believe in, that's something that you're completely invested in, you automatically uh, have that effect on other people. Uh, you tend to think about them as well. You tend to motivate them to pursue what they really want. And uh, uh, number two, I feel uh, you cannot alone reach where you want to. So it's very important to have a group or a team of people who are equally inspired as you are to achieve um, because a great team is uh, extremely important. They need to see your vision. They need to believe in your vision. And, uh, uh, you know, some of the best teams are where their visions are um, correlated or collaborated in a manner that both of them achieve what they want and both of them are fulfilled. Uh, I even, in fact, look at uh, marriage as a team. So if both husband and wife, for example, are on the same page about their own dreams and desires, uh, it leads to a successful marriage because they are fulfilling what they want, what they are here for, they are calling. And uh, it leads to two happy people who are then also looking at each other. And the same applies to being uh, with a team at office, at workplace, or if you're mm. in business, starting uh, with a team of people who are as inspired about a vision as you are. So um, I, I think the step one for anyone on that route would be to first find what you really believe in. What is bigger than you? What kind of value can you add to something that makes you forget yourself? Because sometimes mm -hmm. we are so lost in our own um, you know, issues that we forget to see that there are some amazing things that we can build with the positives that we have so um, uh, I, I think focusing on that focusing on a bigger picture can really really pull you out of your uh, you know small knickknacks and small issues and that is something that I tell everyone that I even coach or mentor that that is something you need to focus on find that one big belief one big goal that drives you and and furthermore uh, before we wrap up um What's new for you? What, what's a new what's a new venture or a new aspiration you um, are pursuing now or plan to pursue uh, 2019 and beyond? And uh, could you just go ahead and elaborate on that further? Um, well, I think Thomas, there's a lot, lot that I want to do. Um, it may seem like I've done a lot but honestly every time I get into something I feel oh, this is something that I need to explore so this year for example I want to mentor and coach a lot of people into finding their drives and desires number one I'm trying to actively get into touch um, with people even on Instagram on LinkedIn I'm letting people approach me for one free success coaching session uh, to kind of you know break some of their belief patterns or break some of their preconceived uh, uh, beliefs that are not working for them you know sometimes we have limiting beliefs that don't let 
us yeah. move forward <laughs> and that's something that i think i've decided 2019 is for i want to help as many people break it so i'm offering people one free success coaching session which can be in call anywhere in the world i can you know i'm letting people get in touch with me for that um number 2 i'm trying to book a, put a book together where uh i am um, talking to some people who are super motivated who um are uh, you know who are very moved and driven to achieve things in life so i'm trying because i'm very curious about what drives people and when i see people who are not motivated i really wonder how can i move them to action so that has led me to want to write this book with anecdotes and examples and stories and uh, uh, clear practical steps that someone can take to um, um, motivate themselves to have a great life so i'm working on that book it's uh, it presses me for time but i really try every day to you know squeeze out a couple of uh, even if half an hour one hour to try and write my yes. thoughts down and um, these are the two big things number 3 i have like i just said i've relocated to mumbai so i really am looking to conduct real time uh, people classes people coaching where i i'm looking forward to coach big groups together and have sort of a social impact where you know they go back with some sort of learning and um, um yes that that's on my plate and like you said it is it is new with everything you know there is always a first step for everything but uh, like i said the key is to not um uh, uh, let it deter you because you will be surprised that any new project already has aspects that you, uh, of qualities that you already own so always start from what you already know you know it makes it a bit mm. less deterring always start with okay what do i know about this or what do i already know that i can add to this or who do i know who can add to this and get those people together so um yeah it'll not be new anymore and you'll be a master at it before you know yes and just to give more context to what you said too uh, it's not only your external knowledge of the whereabouts the who's and the what's it's also about inner knowledge itself the more you know yourself the more no one can manipulate you no one can change you and no one can deter you so this ignorant intelligent podcast and thank you for coming on You have a good one and thank you for uh, the listeners, subscribers. Thank everybody for tuning in and I appreciate you all. Thank you. Ain't no podcast, it is the broadcast. Yeah. Yo, this the smartest and dumbest you ever heard. Intelligent and ignorant, you heard it first. Sipping on this brown with a brown skin. Cognac and caramel skins with time beard. Who you love, who you hate? Well, let's talk about it. The hottest topics and best believe we ain't going gothic hotter than the tropics. You looking forward, you know we got it. See the bigger picture, no microscopic. We the livest.
know you tuned in. Yeah, we know you tuned in. Nothing but a G thing. All we missing is juice and gin. Tying up the loose ends. We ain't asked for your two cents. Special guests every single day and still no new friends. Calm down, youngin'. I know you see that we running. I promise that this ain't nothing compared to what's really coming. Andre, I ain't talking 3,000. I'm talking drumming off the glass when I dunk it. It's geese. Just say you love it. Uh, this that ignorant. It's true life.